heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your own phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. One for five. Get the hell out of here, bro. If you heard that to start, folks, you know what it is. It's kind of like the fun little divisional gambling corner podcast. I got Danny back with me. Guys, yeah. we're almost at 150. You, can, you, can, you can't see him, but you can hear him. Dan goes ham. Hey, the, 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 camera, the camera debut will be coming shortly. Well, you, you love to see it. You love to see that. Uh, all videos now on YouTube. Uh, no longer little made tease, Mark Little Murphy. tease, but I'm, I'm a real person. Don't worry. <laughs> you love to see it for the full exclusively on YouTube. But we're here. We're going to talk divisional football. We're going to talk some other – got some other games we're going to play. And also, we're going to talk about our teams because, look, obviously both seasons are now done. But the first thing we're going to wrap up with quickly here is the Los Angeles Rams-Arizona Cardinals game. Look, this – I thought my team fell apart during the stretch. Jesus Christ, the Arizona Cardinals. Like, you've been saying it to me all along. Dude, without D-Hop, they're not that good of a team. Yeah, man. No, um, I've been I've been, I've been, been watching the Cardinals without D-Hop, and they're completely different, bro, and it showed. And not only that, it was, the moment was way too big for Kyler. Like, you literally saw the guy shaking out there, bro. Very inaccurate throws. You know, he was just shitting bricks. The fucking the pick six was, was just pathetic. Um, you know, I, I knew to stay off the Cardinals, but... I was more impressed with what the what the Rams look like with Cam Akers, bro. Holy shit! Yeah, him and Sony, dude, that is a dangerous combination. They're gonna have a running back. Yeah, like so- Sony was holding them down, but 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 Cam Akers, it just bro, takes him to that next running, level. The, the, the way he ran with violence and you know popping six, seven, eight a carry, you know, off this Achilles tear, which happened when June June or July? July. Which this is unheard of, bro. Like I I. I what I saw, I I, I think I'm gonna have this. I have the Rams in the Super Bowl right now. You know, I have the Rams in the Super Bowl right now, but we'll get there. You know, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. But honestly, at this point, dude, it is hard to argue. I know a lot of us were making not making fun of them, but like we were all kind of like poking fun and like saying like, oh, all in and like, look, they're gonna lose, and everyone's gonna kind of laugh at them. To like, and you may hate me for this, kind of like how the Yankees every year how they do like something at the draft at the deadline where they'll go all in and then lose in the ALCS. But with the Rams, dude, like. Look, Vaughn Miller looked good. Aaron Donald's looking good. Cam Akers, like you said, running with violence. OBJ is looking really, really mm-hmm. good. They're clicking at the right time. And that's the thing with playoffs. You only need to win a certain amount of games to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, you got to get hot at the perfect time. Yeah. Exactly. And they should have exactly. saved that OBJ pay, play for this game coming up because, you know, that game was over, bro. They shouldn't have used it then. Because it probably could have caught the Buccaneers off guard, but you know, don't count on Sean McVay. I'm sure he has uh, other plays like that. All I have to say about this game is OBJ first. Well, ignore my Arizona plus three and a half pick, but uh, OBJ first touchdown. Thank you very much. And the more impressive thing is like Cooper Cup didn't even really do much, bro. Like they they really destroyed them without Cup even having to do anything. Dude, so that's am- even more impressive. The amount of people who had Cup over 110 yards, like I, I know we had it. But, dude, there were so many people different, like, not the Sharps, but, like, all us, like, Twitter folk and, like, TikTok folk who post bets. Everyone had Cooper Cup over 110 yards. Yeah, man. Yeah. I also yeah. had, I also had uh, Van Jefferson, too, bro, which kind of hurt. But, sorry. 
lot of people had him. I, I saw some people had him for first touchdown though too. I just, I, I it was so weird. You know that license plate guy that's a huge Giants fan? Yeah. I saw him literally say like OBJ is going to get like a couple touchdowns in this game, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it, let's play some money on OBJ for the first touchdown. And then I, I saw him, that man. I, as soon as I saw him uh, line up in like the top of the key, uh, not the top of the key, the top of the slot, I was just like, go to him. He's wide open, and then he just makes that catch. And I was like, yo, let's fucking go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, man, OBJ, OBJ is very impressive right now. It just really makes you question what's really going on with uh, with Cleveland. Exactly, if they they couldn't take advantage of a guy like that. And folks, for those of you watching on YouTube, and I'll explain it to all the podcast folk right now, we're going to play a game right now before we get into the divisional round. It's called Wildcard Teams with Bright Futures. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to take the six teams that were eliminated from last weekend, so that being Vegas, New England, uh, Philly, Dallas, Pittsburgh, and Arizona, and kind of see which one has, in our opinions, let's do worst first. And I think, Danny, I think for you and I, we're going to say the same one, but I'm a nice guy. I'm Canadian. You're my guest. I'm the host. So I'm going to ask you, which team out of the six that were eliminated do you think has the worst future? Uh, definitely the Steelers, bro. Definitely I, the Steelers. I agree 100%. Yeah, man. They, I mean, and especially if they want to go and run it back with uh, – I, I can't imagine how they do that, but with um, Haskins and um, and Rudolph, Rudolph like, like, no, I don't think Tomlin's going to stand for that. I think he's going to put his foot down and say, you know, I'm sure we're not going to be able to trade for anybody, but we need a quarterback in the first round. Exactly. They can go get Kenny Pickett in the draft. They, they have to things to work on. I mean, uh, to work with for sure. They definitely have some pieces yeah. there. But uh, as far as that offense, you know, it's a, it's a little wonky, honestly. But uh, yeah. like not like like the the Harris pick. Like it wasn't like a horrible first round running back pick. I like, guess it doesn't look like what like how Giants fans are having buyers remorse with Saquon Barkley or how even what was the other team was going to say or even Ezekiel Elliott or to a degree McCaffrey. Travis Etienne. Exactly. Well, I, that's injury, so that's a little different. But you know what I mean, like where it's like a top ten pick on a running back. But um, with Pittsburgh, if they can get the right quarterback in there, they're a good team. But they also have to fix their offensive line. Uh, the defense, like, is they're hot and they were hot and cold all year. Like they'll have good games, but then they'll have games where they get blown out, and then they have games where they almost lose the Detroit Lions. Yeah, the only guy that's going to bring a few consistently on defense is obviously T.J. Watt. Everyone else, you know, they'll have – and maybe Minka. Um, I don't know how good of a year. I don't think it was his best year. But um, other than that, everyone's hit or miss on that defense. So, you know, you got to rebuild that defense as well. Exactly. So, yeah, they're, 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 uh, they're definitely – they're probably going to lose Juju. You know, Claypool had a down year. Uh, Deontay is still good. I like Deontay a lot. Um, is good. Firemuth, yes, yes, big on Firemuth, but um, you know they got they got to do the O line, the D line, um, linebacking core, corners, so they have a lot to fix, man. Exactly, and we'll see, we'll see what Kevin Colbert can do, but I think, and here's the thing too, with, the, with especially with the AFC North next year, it's like we don't know exactly what Cleveland's going to be. Obviously, Baker Mayfield had his surgery today for his torn labrum; he's supposed to be back. Like I think probably by training camp, so it's like a four to six month recovery period. They said apparently he can start. Throwing lightly, I think after the, at the four month mark, so probably around end of May, Memorial Day ish. But um, for Cleveland, we don't know what they're going to be. Baltimore, I wouldn't, ex- I, I honestly wouldn't be shocked if they're back in the playoff hunt next year. Oh, they'll be there. They'll be they'll there for sure. There. And then Cincinnati too. Now as a team, you can't take easy anymore. Yeah, man, Cincy, bro. I like Cincy a lot, you know, but I think they're a year away. Yeah, I still, I, I we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit, but. For that, it is what it is. Um, after this one, though, if I had to put, I was just from. I'm just gonna do my five, four, three, two, as I okay. think. Uh, so basically, 
After that, I'm going to say Philly just because you can't fully trust the quarterbacking situation and the defense is old and got exposed by the Buccaneers for, hey, look, you your wins came against really bad teams, and when you played a truly good team, you got your ass kicked. Mm, yeah, I think I would go Raiders next, but that was I, my, can definitely see, I can definitely see Philly. Raiders was my next one only because of the coaching changes and – I, I still think there's a chance Derek Carr's not there in 2022. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, Miguel Miguel had just texted me before the show. He was like, yo, go run to the books. Harbaugh is plus 125 to be the Raiders' next head coach. So, I mean, if that happens, um, you know, that changes things. But if not, you know, I don't see that being an attractive job at all, you know. So, and I think uh, they they barely made it. You know, they got lucky to get in. Yeah. So I don't. I, I think they hit their ceiling, which is a first round exit with that team. So we'll see. I mean, they, they would be my fifth, and then yeah, I would say Philly. Philly, you know, they have pieces, bro. But you know, as long as Jalen Hurts is a quarterback, you're going to be super limited to your yeah. success. And I think they realize that. So I mean, if do they get first go for Deshaun Watson? I don't know. Apparently, he's going to team up with Flores if he's even allowed to play. You know, we still have that pending, the legal battle pending. So. Yeah, Raiders Philly there. Yeah, so like you have you have Raiders Philly. I have Philly Raiders three. I'm gonna say Arizona just because we saw like like you said, Kyler Murray looked scared. He looked timid. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury's future very much I think still is in the balance because of how much they've fallen off the last two years. I know this year they made the playoffs, but I feel like for 2022 for the Cardinals, it's not just make the playoffs. It's you gotta win a game in the playoffs. Um, I'll go Patriots with me. Because I think they're going to have to run back this same team again. I don't really see how much they can drastically improve. Um, you know, they, they went and spent all their money uh, this past offseason. And they're, you know, their they're draft pick doesn't even be the greatest. Um, I think for the Cardinals' sake, you know, like I said, man, they're a completely different team without DeAndre Hopkins. They, they, they're going to need to address that and get a real wide receiver, too. I don't think Christian Kirk is cutting it for them. So I think they'll be back, bro. You know, Hopkins will be back. They'll they'll probably draft their receiver first round. And um, you know, I don't I don't know as far as the Super Bowl team, but you know, I definitely think they have a better future than the Patriots as of right now. Consistent contender. Obviously, you know where I have the Patriots ranked, so I'll just jump over there and then you know I know I have two. Um, with the Patriots, um, I talked about it a bit on Monday. I, t- I don't know if you saw my Saturday night, like very, very post-game raw motion reaction. But, I did. Uh, um Basically, with New England, what we have to do is, like, you know how you were saying before with uh, Pittsburgh, where it's like, look, we need a new linebacking core. That got uh, obvious where we have to get younger in that position. Cornerback's a very serious area of need. And then for wide receiver, I'm at a weird crossroads. Would it be nice to have, like, a bona fide one? Yes. But if they got another slot guy, I would not be mad at either. Like, if they want to go out there and get, like, I don't know, let's just say Isaiah McKenzie, who was a free agent this year. Because they've done it before. Someone's come in and burned Bill before, and Bill will go out and get him. He did it, he did it with Gilmore. He did it with Chris Hogan. Both were Bills, then became Patriots. Um, I'm not out here saying that the Patriots are going to be a Super Bowl contender next year. I still think before we're a serious playoff contender, earliest 2023. But I think we're still in that mix to where we can be in the playoff hunt and even make a wild card again next year. Because, look, I'll be the first to admit it, when it comes to the AFC East, the Buffalo Bills are big brother. We clearly saw that. That was 20 years of pent-up frustration and anger let out. But we'll talk about them more later. That's just my feelings on the Patriots because offensive line I'm good with. Mac I'm good with. 
receivers and tight ends look they just had to make more plays and the running back room like I mean we got some good guys it's just I think this year there's just some going to be some difficult cap decisions to be made but at the same time too we don't have the crazy money like we did last offseason we still mm-hmm. got 27 mil to spend right now which isn't awful well if you bring back JC Jackson most of that's gone and, yeah, then but you then have the, to, and then you have your draft class. Exactly. We're going to have to hit on our picks. That's the big thing. The Patriots have to have a really good draft again. Because last so year's draft does, was really does, does, does Bill tell JC to go test the market? Does he pay him? I think he gets franchised. Because the franchise tag is hefty, man. What is that? The $19 million tag? Uh, I think it's 17 17 So that's that's going to – that's literally all your cap space right there is the franchise tag and uh, and your draft class pretty much. And then maybe like a mid, mid-free mid agent signing. Braxton exactly. Berrios, bring him back, admit the mistake. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not. Like I said, if we were going to go out there, like, look, I'm not going to go out there screaming that. Like, I hate the people that are saying, like, you know, Calvin Ridley or Amari Cooper. Because, look, I do not want that Amari Cooper cap hit. But I still feel like this goes into our da- my discussion with the Cowboys. He's going to be cut as a cap casualty because he's making $20 million right now. And CD still in a rookie deal. Mm. Plus, you have Cedric Wilson. And then we'll see how Michael Gallup covers from his ACL injury. But uh, let's get into the Dallas Cowboys, which... I don't know what happened. Uh, look, they ha- like it's always it's their year, but they never get it done, and we all like to laugh at them. I also don't know if you saw this, but I saw it today online. Do you did you see the photo of that guy hugging his girl, and they were like both sad? No, I saw all the pictures. Yeah, well, they had they had a cu- quite a few uh, fan pictures of them in the stands. Do you want to know the funniest story about that? What? That was the guy's side chick, and the girlfriend caught him on TV. Apparently, oh, he's like a notorious no. cheater. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, so gotta be, like, gotta be careful out there, fellas. Yeah, exactly. Hustle is moving silence. Exactly. I, like, like I said, y'all, y'all can do that. Y'all obviously know I'm. I'm. I'm <laughs> I, I don't, don't got to do that. I don't, I don't play that game no more. No, no more. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Jesse. If you listen to this, I'll I'm fucking with you. Oh, I know. Um. But no, so basically, I, I think it was on Twitter or Instagram, it was one of the two where you literally just see the girl basically, everyone's messenger being like, yo, isn't that your guy? Like, what's he at the cowboy game with some girl for and stuff? And it was just, I saw them, I was like, oh my God, I can't. Like, it, that and the girl in the white sweater, like four minutes ago, that was just crying her eyes out, were like the, the funniest moments of the game, on top of the people that were like running like crazy to get to those standing room seats. You know, I understand, man, because, you know, the way the cowboys were built, it had to be done now, bro. Like, this yeah. is where they finally have everyone together, you know, under the cap. And now, you know, they're going to have problems with the cap. Are we going to let Cooper go? Are we going to let Zeke go? Which they should let Zeke go. Ta- Pollard is, is such a better back for Do you know how much Pollard makes? 600 rookie minimum. Yeah, he's whatever. still under a mil. Yeah, yeah. So, and they didn't take advantage of that contract. And when someone goes and signs them next year, after next year, um, they're going to be like, wow, we had this in our system the whole time. And we you know, stuck behind Zeke and we paid Zeke. So that's going to look really bad in about a year. But um, anyways, like I'm saying, um, yeah, they had it all together this year and they're going to, they're only going to get worse. You know, they're, they're under the cap. Um, You know, they're going to, they're going to, they're probably going to lose Cooper. Like I said, Zeke, which probably is, you know, an addition by subtraction, but um, this was their year, bro. It's just, it's that I don't, I don't care about what happened with the refs. You were a very undisciplined team with all those penalties. Um, You know, it looked bad. And then just that Dak interception, I could not get over. Like, what are you doing, man? I was all over the 49ers, so I was happy. You know, I was... I was uh I was enjoying that game. You know, you I saw that three. coming from a mile away that the Dallas would uh 
the Cowboys would uh, choke like that. But you know, they had to get it done this year, bro. Yeah, but this even is the year to do it. Yeah, but even still, when you have the whole moment where you'd like, oh, hey, I'm just handing it off and stuff. No, you know the rules of the game where the umpire has to touch the ball first instead of giving it to the center. And even still, to call a quarterback draw with 14 seconds left on the I clock. I was dumbfounded. I couldn't believe it. You run slants and get out of bounds with no timeouts left. If you have a timeout left, you call that quarterback what, draw. No. What, what bothers me so much is the Cowboys fans honestly thinking, like, it was a guarantee for them to throw a 25-yard touchdown uh, against prevent defense, you know? Like I, I still don't think they get in. Even if, even if they do have that one second, it's not. It's, it's you know the odds are against you more than they're in your favor. But um, you know they're acting like oh they definitely one hundred percent totally would have fucking scored that touchdown, which is not the case at all. And by the way, the only other reason why I put the Pats ahead of both the Cowboys and the Cardinals is just because there's so many question marks at head coach. Obviously, I know Bill Belichick's older, but when you ask me who do I trust more, putting my fandom aside. Do I trust Cliff Kingsbury, Mike McCarthy, or Bill Belichick? If you're a true football fan, you should be saying Bill Belichick ten times out of ten. Yeah, I, honestly, I'm sorry. I meant to put the Cardinals number one. Okay, yeah, I, th- I figured. I figured. Yeah, I, I meant to put the Cardinals number one, but um, yeah, man, I don't know, man. I just, I just don't know what the Patriots' ceiling is. I don't know how much upside Mac really has, you know. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what they do for him. Uh, they really got to hit on their draft picks, like I said. And uh, you know he's got to he's got to play outside of the system a little bit, go off script for me to uh, for for me to start believing in him a little bit more. But as of right now, he's you know he's another Alex Smith. Yeah. The only other the only other um, point I'll make about them before we talk about it later is my ceiling for them this past season was what they did at ten and seven. So that's my ceiling again for next year, ten and seven. Like if they yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like, if they, they hit that mark, that's my ceiling for them again this year. Like, because even still, and there was all these people, too, saying, like, oh, like, there's all the talk right now about is Belichick getting fired and stuff. If I want to be like, if you want to, or Belichick's not a good coach without Brady, if you want to know what good of a coaching he was, it was last year when we went 7-9, and nine, when we should not have gone 7-9. and nine. I was I was listening to the radio today because, oh, yeah, that was the thing, too, because there's a radio show up here in the morning. The One of the hosts, he's an ex-Maple Leaf, but he's a huge Bills fan. Okay. He was saying, like, oh, if Belichick's such a great coach, it's like, why didn't he have an answer for Josh Allen? Why can't he stop Josh Allen if he's this great coach? And I was just like, put your homerism aside. Like, if you want to know how good of a coach he was, like, look at last year. Like, that Monday Nighter against the Jets, y'all should have won. The yeah, game, absolutely. Our game against the Cardinals last year, they should have won. We had a game against the Ravens on Sunday Night Football where I thought we were going to get our asses kicked. We we won somehow. And then Kansas city too, that managed to be a close game for a bit. So that game was identical to the, to the win game in Buffalo, that Ravens game in the rain. It's just, it's just when when the other team, when the other team doesn't really have a chance to throw the ball, I favor you guys all day long, every time, every time. So if next year there's a huge blizzard game, you guys play against your fucking top team. I'm picking you guys. You know what? I don't blame you because I'll do the same thing going forward. Oh, also, just some breaking news: the uh, NFL is uh, f- has filed to dismiss the John Gruden lawsuit that's come out after his firing, which you and I were on air for, if you remember, a few months ago. Yeah. So wow. that's, just, that's just something from the athletic. Oh, so he's up. suing them. He's suing the league, basically saying wrongful termination. Okay. When in reality, look, he said some things that in 2021 you can't say in emails, mm-hmm. even though they were sent 10 years ago. So it just looks bad. But um, anyway, we're moving on to the playoffs. Tennessee versus Cincinnati. Tennessee Titans are a three and a half point favorite. Over under is forty seven and a half points. Can the Bengals get it done again, or do you think that the Titans back fully healthy is going to be something to 
reckon with. Yeah, man. Listen, I, I like I like the Bengals a lot, a lot, and um, I think they're a very competitive team, a very talented team. I think this game is going to be competitive, but I just think they're a year away, bro. And um, the way the Raiders came back on them so fast and almost what was it? They almost went to overtime or almost won. They do. They almost if, if Carr doesn't throw that pick, they let's see, it was nineteen twenty six. They, they, oh, so they, it would have went to overtime. That would have gone to OT. It would have gone to OT. Yeah. Okay. So it would have went to OT. But, the, you know, they, they, they had that game the whole time. And I've seen this happen with the Bengals multiple times this year where they just, you know, fucking give up the uh, give up the lead. And, and they lost to us, like, because Joe Burrow threw a pick on the worst, you know, decision in the world. But I just don't fully trust them yet. Um, I think Derrick Henry is going to do wonders um, this week for the Titans. I don't think they're going to have an answer for him. Um, and I think A.J. Brown needs to step up big time as well because he's had really a very disappointing year. Same with Julio. So I think I think, um, I think think the Titans find a way. I think they get past them. Um, but that's all they're going to do. You know, I like the Titans. Um, the three and a half. I, if this was four, I would say yes. But three and a half kind of has me leaning since he just because I can see it still being a field goal game. I am going to go Tennessee here. Look, I would love to see the Bengals story continue, but I agree with you on the year away. I think this is. I think this honestly could be a really good game for AJ Brown. I think this could be a game where he really shines. But um, the one thing I'm intrigued by: Do we see that overhead? Because we thought I thought last week. I know you had the under for the Raiders Bengals. I had the over. I gotta wonder if that's. Gonna I hit. think the overhits for sure this game. Yeah, you know what? The more I think about it, yeah, you're right. Look, Tennessee. A lot of the times Tennessee manages to put up points, but then their defense too can give up some points. But if you have, if you're asking me which offense do I trust more, for as good as Burrow has been, for as good as Jamar Chase has been, there we go, Fred. I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go Tennessee here. Oh, nice three pointer. Yeah. Yeah, we're looking good. And then the Cavaliers are only down. They were down by nine. Now they're down by three. And the uh, okay, Hornet, okay. And the, and the Hornets. Are you watching the Hornets right now or? Uh, I have both. I have uh, I have both on, but yeah, I have wow. the Hornets on TV, and then I'm looking on my phone for the uh, Raptors. True, true. Um, so yeah, I think we're both leaning Tennessee. Um, next up, Green Bay at Sam. Green Bay versus San Francisco. Excuse me. Packers are now a six point favorite. Forty seven points is the over under. I want to basically. Here's how this goes for me. I'm going to say this first. Logic says Green Bay wins, but something in my head is telling me there's a chance San Francisco wins. But the biggest thing for me with that one is how healthy, not as Jimmy, how healthy is Nick Bosa and Fred Warner? Yeah, very. That's those are two big, big pieces. Um, you know, I, I, I was, I was, uh, I really wanted. To, I think, I think Green Bay wins this game, but I really wasn't sure um, whether to take the points or to take the um, the money line on the Packers because of just because of their uh, their history against the uh, the Forty ers and stuff, but. You know, I had to talk to Big Rap for this one a little bit, and he convinced me. You know, he's like, this year the Packers are untouchable in Lambeau Field, and the conditions are going to be in their favor. Um, Jimmy G's busted up right now. You know, now he has the shoulder injury, and, you know, you still have the question marks between Bosa and um, and Werner. So, and they also don't have Raheem Morster coming back, who absolutely torched the uh, the Packers the last playoff game. So that's huge. I don't, I don't really think Elijah Mitchell is that good. He's Maybe good, but he's not. He's not. He's not that good. Yeah. Um, you know, Debo's gonna. If they're gonna win this game, Debo's gonna have to have like a absolutely like hundred yard rushing, hundred yard receiving day. You know, Ayuk's gonna have to make more plays like he did against the Cowboys. But the, the Packers' defense is better than than what the Cowboys is, honestly. 
Um, you know, you got Jari Alexander coming back, which is huge. So if you put him on, uh, I would imagine Ayuk because Debo moves all over the field. And then does Kittle do anything? Because Kittle, Kittle, Kittle goes quiet a lot. He's went quiet a lot this year. So if they can get Kittle involved, they'll have they'll have a chance. But I think I think the Packers should win comfortably for sure. I so, think if if the if the Niners do cover, it's going to be a backdoor cover. Oh yeah, you know what? I can see the same thing. Um, for the points though, like in the over under game, this is another one I'm a little tricky on. I can see the over hitting, but like hitting late. Um, you know what? The, you're right. I I was gonna go San Fran, but at the end of the day, it's one of those things. You have to trust twelve. You gotta trust he's gonna get the job done. And the fact too that San Francisco's banged up, and like like you said, no Raheem Morris or Mostert, excuse me. Um, that's the next game. Uh, no Raheem Mostert, Nick Bosa and Warner questionable. We don't know if Jimmy's gonna play. Uh, how, like Brandon Ayuk very well could be a non-factor in this game. I gotta go to the safe run and take uh, take the Packers, and I'm gonna take the points. Can you look up what the weather is gonna be like on uh, on Saturday? Yeah, yeah, for sure. In for Lambeau, sure. yeah. Let's let's see what that's because that's gonna be that's gonna be huge. I feel like that's gonna be huge. I've heard cold, but I haven't heard how cold. So. Like yeah, like below freezing cold. Uh, Saturday at kickoff, it's gonna be thirteen and cloudy. 13. That's huge. That's huge. Which so. for me in Celsius, that's minus eleven. Wow. Yeah. So. If this was in the California sun, I think it'd be a different story because Green Bay has struggled in California. Uh-huh. But this ain't this ain't in San, this ain't in Santa Clara. This is in Lambeau Field. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, man. I mean, the Niners are a nice story for sure, you know. But uh, I think I, you know, I just I just don't think it's their time, unfortunately. I think this is where you separate the good from the really good this weekend. But if Trey Lance makes that next step, maybe two years from now, we'll see. I will say this too. I think if the Niners do lose this game, it's going to make trading Jimmy Garoppolo a hell of a lot easier. If you were to take them on a deep playoff run, I think it's Oh, harder. he's gone regardless. Oh, he's gone regardless. It's just how much value can you get for him. And the fact that he won a playoff game, well, they can get a first-round pick for him probably. If they if they get a second, I think they, they gladly smile and take that for sure. Definitely. Lynch, I think, will try to fleece someone. but I They'll try to it. get the first. But, you know, I mean, there are dumb teams out there like Washington that would probably give up the one if they don't really like any of the quarterbacks this year. Yeah. But how 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 ready is Washington ready to win? You know, that's why with Dallas. So going back to our game from before, that's why I had Dallas over Arizona is just because I do trust Dallas to win the division again next year. Because I don't think Philly will. The Giants obviously still are a few years away from doing anything at this point, and whatever the hell they're called after February second, I still think regardless of who's under center, that's still a six and eleven to like maybe at best, maybe an eight and nine team. Yeah, that's fair. That's just me, though. But now on to Sunday, Tampa Bay versus Los Angeles. Um, mm. Look, we talked about this earlier, but the Buccaneers open as a three-point favorite. Over-under is 48 and a half. Man, I want to go Rams here, but I remember this. Except for the Saints game, it's the same thing with Brady at Raymond James Stadium. He's just he's, he's on another level, but if Tristan Worfs is not playing, that changes the narrative completely for me. Listen, I'm telling everyone right now, and you can come back and shame me if this doesn't happen, to run and get the Rams money line at plus money right now. Because I promise you, that shit is going to close at Rams plus 105 or put plus 110, closer to even. So they're, they're, paying, they're, paying, they're paying out uh, plus money right now. Go take that. What, what, what I saw on Sunday, I was not looking at the Rams like that whatsoever. You know, you I thought they were right. a good team. I thought, you know, like, 
yeah, they'll they'll make some noise. What Cam Akers changed about that team is is got me thinking they're gonna definitely be in the Super Bowl if not win it. You know the, that guy looks looks, and that's what the that's what the Rams have been missing all year. When the pressure is one hundred percent on Stafford, he folds. He does fold. But with with the way Cam, he's fresh. Got to remind you. Got to remember that he's fresh. He didn't play all year. You know he had a little tune up game at the end of the year, whatever, just to get you know some hits. But that guy looks ready to play. He looks he looks poised. He looks like he's gonna take. He took Buda Baker's head off pretty damn much. So. You know, if if they get that run game going, which they probably will, I think it might be a long day for the Buccaneers. They're just missing too much, man. I think, you know, the only legit receiver they have is Mike Evans. He's going to be on the best corner in the NFL in Jalen Ramsey. That means Gronk really has to step up. How much can he step up? Um, And then after that, you know, how healthy is Fournette? How healthy is Werfs? Is Werfs going to play? How healthy is Jensen? I know he played, but, you know, I'm sure he's feeling. Arnold Jones, too. I'm sure sure he's feeling, you know, the – the injury all week. So th- that team is beat up. I know everyone, all my friends are telling me, you can't fade Brady, bro. You can't fade Brady. Brady's never won two Super Bowls back to back. You know, he he's not, he's not, he's not Superman. He's damn near close to Superman, but it's just, it, the, the stars are not aligning for the Buccaneers this year. Um, You know, you saw the team fall apart at the end of the year with the Antonio Brown shit. Then they lost uh, Godwin to the ACL. They lost Fournette. We'll see. Like I said, even if he does play, is he 100% healthy? Is he going to run like the same Leonard Fournette? So I think this this is screaming trap line for people taking Buccaneers just to be like, oh, you can't fade Brady. But um, I'm all over the Rams here. I love this pick. Basically, I'm the same way as you. Like for me in my video, this is a sneak peek for my, what you'll probably see on Sunday. Uh, I know you're not you don't watch too, too much wrestling anymore, but you obviously remember WrestleMania 24. I'm in the loop, yeah, of course. You you remember WrestleMania 24 when Sean looks at Rick, he's just like, "I'm sorry, I love you." That's gonna be me for Brady. I'm gonna be giving him a sweet chin. Music Listen, Brady this. will be back next year. Don't yeah. get, don't get it twisted, man. He'll he'll be back. He just the injuries just just tore that part that team apart, man. And Bruce Arians, man, he's really he's I really I'm starting not to like him either, bro. I think he's just like way over his head right now. So I would like to see him. I would like to see him lose, honestly. But um, you know, Brady, we'll know we'll know when when Brady's really done. So I don't think I don't think it's time for the uh, for the WrestleMania 24 thing just yet. But uh, you know, probably in another year or two. Oh, I sure. meant I meant in the sense of picking against Tommy. That's all. Oh, against Tommy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, I mean that's that, that's what that's what the that's what the books. I'm telling you right now, that's what the books are going to make their money on this week is people not fading Tom Brady and not seeing what happened on Monday night and how different the Rams look and how great they looked. Um, I'm t- I, I, I really have confidence in the Rams here, bro. Also, if I'm McVay, I'm not like, worried about the run game getting going. Get your receivers going because, honestly, this the, dude, the box secondary can get cooked very easily. We've seen it happen this that, year that, a lot. That too, yeah. And that, but I'm saying if, if, if you get that run game going, you got the play it's, action. That's all right. And and Cup didn't Cup didn't show nothing this last game. They they won handedly without Cup, so they could do it without Cup. With Cup, who the hell knows? Exactly, exactly. I'm going. I'm going Rams on the money line here too. If it, plus three two, it's just like just it's plus three. I feel like it's like a safe bet you can make. You know where it's a good amount because even if they do lose, it's only by a field goal. But yeah, um, definitely a safe bet. Definitely a safe yeah. bet. But you're gonna kick yourself and be like, "Damn, I knew I should have picked the Rams to win and got that plus money." But yeah, if you want to be safe, plus three is fine. 
Yeah, that's just for the safe gamblers out there. Like for myself right now, if I were to consider it everywhere right now where it's like either if you're beginner, intermediate, or like advanced, I consider like myself like that intermediate category right now. I consider Danny advanced. But no, um, I'm not. I'm I'm getting killed, man, since New York launched. I'm getting crushed. Yeah. But, you know, you can't stay cold forever. And I exactly. feel like I've been on a, right, a lot of the right side, but the wrong result, you know? Dude, I was kicking myself last Sunday because in my touchdown, for my touchdown props, I had a feeling about Boston Scott, but I backed out of it. If I didn't back yeah, out, did I, I would have gone, gone six for six. I yeah, had, I had also I had all I showed you, man, because we're yeah. in the uh, we're in the Yahoo Yahoo Pick'em League, and I had all six picks correctly. And for whatever reason, I didn't make a parlay for that, man. So I'm not making that mistake this week. Exactly. Well, anyway, one last game of this weekend. I think a game everyone. There's a lot of people are saying, "Oh, we wish this was next weekend." Look, I like that it's this weekend because if whoever loses, I'm not gonna be mad about. Kansas City versus Buffalo. Kansas City opens as a two-point favorite, 54.5. A lot of money coming in on Buffalo. I think the line got down to one today. I don't know Ooh. if it went back up. I was on the score app, and it just showed me two and a half. So it, it, it could adjust accordingly, but for right now, like what it was showing me was two and a half. Um, I said this, and a lot of people thought I was uh, – like uh, one day Lorenzo's thought, like, oh, what am I talking about? I'm going Kansas City. Does it have to do with saltiness? Yes. But here's my other thing. Playing we that we are the champions after you win a wild card game, and then I still I'm going to compare them. I said this to you, and I'll say this again till it's a dead beaten down dead horse. What the Buffalo Bills represented me last weekend was what we saw with Michigan two months ago when they just absolutely outplayed Ohio State and got that dragon slayed, and then they get to the national championship semifinal, and then Georgia just kills them. I'm not saying Kansas City is going to kill them. I'm just saying if Buffalo just lose this game. I wouldn't be shocked if it's because they basically laid it out all on the line to beat the Patriots. This game is by far the toughest game to pick this weekend, man. Um, Because you can legitimately make a a case for both sides. Um, As far as betting-wise, what I did was I blew up Buffalo up to 7.5 because I think regardless, this is going to come down to the final possession. Which is fair. So I, I bought I bought Buffalo up to seven and a half. I didn't want to take the Chiefs money line because I can see uh, potential of uh, Buffalo actually winning this game. Listen, man. I, sometimes you do feel like it's destined for it to be Buffalo's year to get to the Super Bowl. Um, but then you just like think back and you're like you're like they're the Chiefs. You know, they, I don't I don't even take what they did against the Steelers seriously because it was the Steelers. It was just a fucking open field practice, pretty much. Yeah. But um. You know, the way McKinnon looked, I think he's looked like the best back that um, either uh, Clyde or uh, Daryl Williams has, has shown this year, for sure. So, especially in the passing game. So, he brings another threat um, to that to that uh, offense. Um, you know, Kelsey looked real good. Tyreek looked good. You know, Pringle, Pringles, Pringles, uh, uh, he's a little sleeper, too, man. He, 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 he makes plays, too. So, Buffalo's going to have to be perfect, bro. Um Singletary has looked good. I will say that. He's looked good to close the season. He looked good against y'all. So if if this is the best ball he's playing in his career. So if he can continue that up, I think that only helps Buffalo. Um Dawson Knox, another guy, had a huge game, but he doesn't do it consistently, bro. He'll he'll have games like that and he'll take the next game off. And he won't do much. So you know I love Gabriel Davis. Gabriel always finds a way to fucking score every week. So I think uh, if if Kansas City doesn't properly uh, scout him and and scheme for him, he's gonna burn them. Emmanuel Sanders came back. 
that's another thing that could happen. You know, if they, if they're not paying attention to Emmanuel Sanders, they might get one deep on them. So I think this is going to have a lot of points for sure. It's four um, and a half is the over. As far as as far as the side, it's tough, man. I do I do lean Buffalo, but I don't think I can I can I, I can't I can't make the pick, bro. So I'm gonna say KC right now. But I would not be shocked if Buffalo wins this game. And I think the safe bet is to take Buffalo's points. I would do an adjusted spread for the Bills. But I'm here to make a claim. And I'm going to say this because I'm so confident. I'm confident that the Chiefs are going to get the win. Not a close win, but the Chiefs aren't going to. If the Chiefs were to lose, I don't think it'll be by a lot. That if the Chiefs lose by 10 or more points, I will go down to Highmark Stadium next time I am in Buffalo. And for a betting video, I will film myself singing that god-awful shout song in front of the stadium. <laughs> holding, I want to see that now. Hold me to that. If the Bills win by 10 or more, if this game is a Bills blowout like we saw last weekend, hold me to that. I will go to that stadium and sing that song. I won't jump in, jump off, a, off my car into a table because I don't want to kill myself. But see, I'm I- not... I want to know. I gotta. I gotta know the mindsets of both teams coming into this game because you know. I don't. I really hope KC isn't like, oh, here we go again. You know, we're just gonna breeze by and get to the Super Bowl. You know, we just blew out the Steelers. We're the best thing in, in the world right now. No, you're not. If if you come in and 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 you're not on your fucking p's and q's against Buffalo, they will beat you. They will beat you. And Buffalo, hopefully they're not like you said. Hopefully, I don't think they are. Looking at beating the Patriot, Patriots as their Super Bowl, um, I think the fans you know, because, do more than the because team. they came into this year with expectations. They came into this year with you know we're a Super Bowl team, we're going to get it done this year. So I think they're going to be highly focused. I think they're going to be ready. Um, I don't see them coming out flat. So I mean, you might you might see Buffalo go up two scores early, and you might have to see the Chiefs uh, claw back in. So that's where Buffalo is going to get tested there. Is can when when Casey finally starts to fire and all fire on all cylinders, are they going to be able to uh match and you know keep up the uh keep up the energy and keep the score, score close with them? You know, so what, it's, what it's, it's, this is the fact that this is clo- closing off the weekend is, is perfect because this is by far the best game and the hardest one to pick. You know what? I, I also love the start times too. Like, I love how it's not um like a one o'clock and a four o'clock game. I love how it's like I love the timings for this one in the championship Sunday where it's. 305 and then 640 how it's those kickoffs where it's like you know what so you have the morning you can do whatever you want you can chill and relax get your breakfast in and then you can uh go and then turn on to the football games and then at night game's done by 10 o'clock so you still have time to you know kind of wind down before before you go to bed like i remember um like dude i wasn't even a fan but coming off that charger chief the chargers and uh Raiders game, like, dude, I was still on a f- another fucking level because of how the game was. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, that football, was a really fun one, bro. That was what a way to go out for the regular season, bro. 100%. That was, you know, and I really try. I, I try to. I go have like Chargers live at like plus three something, bro. And I was really rooting for them, bro. But fucking couldn't get it done, bro. I would have took the tie and been happy with that to have a push. That would have been the best push of my life. You you know what this game wouldn't shock me if it was like, do you remember the AFC championship game when it was Kansas City, Tennessee two years ago where Can- no, Tennessee was up, but then Patrick Mahomes yeah. had that crazy run before half? Yeah. I wouldn't shock me to see that if the Bills kind of like, you know, came out early and came out firing and then they just have a couple of miscues where Kansas City takes advantage of it and then just runs away. Mm-hmm. Like Kind of like similar to what we saw. Now, I, I personally don't think this is going to be a blowout. I think even – no, Do you this, this game I can even see being since this game could be similar to the Kansas City Cincinnati game that we saw just three weeks ago. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I do see defenses making plays for sure, and I think Buffalo does have the better defense. You know, P- P- Patrick Mahomes threw a pick against uh, – no, did he throw a pick against the Steelers? He fumbled, right? No, yeah, that wasn't fumbled. even him. That was Darrell Williams. On no, that, was, yeah, that was Williams. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, listen, man, uh, Patrick can throw picks here easily. You know, Micah Hyde is, is outstanding right now, and they're doing this all without Trey White. You know, yeah. their defense a- is still very, very good. I thought that was going to hinder them after I saw I tore his ACL on Thanksgiving, but it hasn't. So we'll, we'll see what what happens, but I'm going to hold myself to this, and I might tweet it. I'll probably tweet it up before the game on Sunday so people can hold me to this. But I'm, I'm sticking to that. If um, And also, too, if I were to go down, it's not like me just singing it like half-assed. I'm going to give it 100% effort. But if the Bills do kill them, only hold me to that audience that I have to go down to Highmark Stadium and do that sometime before next season. Because when I was there in December, the Patriots have sucked since. So I feel like I have to go back there anyway. To if reverse the, so the if, if the Bills kill the Chiefs, you're going to go to Highmark Stadium and do the uh, the shout? Yeah. Okay. I will I'm gonna, I, I, listen, I'm on Buffalo plus seven and a half. And as a Jet fan, bro, and that's my last leg of my part leg. As a Jeff fan, and they and they they close it out. I'll do it myself. Damn near fucking scream that all all day in the living room. I think I'm going to take an adjusted spread to a Bills plus. I think I'm going to do plus seven, just 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 as a just in case kind of bet. But that's where I lean. Um, but anyway, now we're on to a game. The first one was a game I wanted to play. Now this is one that Danny wanted to play, courtesy of the Michael K Show. It's called Dak or the current starter. We're going to go through all 32 NFL teams uh, and. Pick who we think uh, are. Would you take on your? Yeah, would you? Would you take them as your quarterback over Dak right now? We're not gonna do. I'm gonna pick the tough ones. I'm not gonna do the easy ones because, like for example, you're not gonna pick Dak. You're obviously gonna pick Dak over Trevor Lawrence. So, uh, so they ended up putting Dak number eleven, or it was eleven or twelve overall. Yeah. So, like for example, I'm not the the one I have to ask you though is. Dak or Justin Fields? Dak, for sure. Okay. 100% uh, Dak. Okay. Uh, Dak or Russell Wilson? I'm taking Dak. They took Russell Wilson. I'm taking Dak. Uh, Dak or Lamar Jackson? I would take – That's see, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. I'm going to probably say Dak, though. Same. Uh, the next toughest one I can see here, because, like, look, there's a lot of them that are just slam dunks. Like, I'm obviously going to say Dak over – Zach Wilson, I'm going to say Dak over uh, Sam Darnold. I'm going to say Dak over Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke because you know how I feel about Drew Locke. Um, Dak or Kirk Cousins, like, it's the same thing. Everyone's going to take Dak. Yeah, of um, Dak or Justin Herbert? See, they, they took Dak. I'm taking Herbert. I'm going Herbert, too. Dude, I'm taking I, Herbert. Herbert's – like, my top two quarterbacks that aren't – that I just like personally that aren't Patriots is Herbert and Murray. I, I, wow. I, like, don't, 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 like, don't get it twisted. People like, I, like, yeah, I still like, I like, is Mahomes better than either one or is Allen better? Yes. I'm just saying quarterbacks that I like personally. Oh, that you like to root for. Yeah. Like the root for, like the watch. They're like fun to watch. Yeah. Hash, hashtag fun to watch. Um, like, look, I could say two of but I know which way you're going to go. Um, ooh. And I, th- I think, I think two is going to be awful next year, but that's beside the point. Yeah, well, well, I, 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 I He's a high in demand guest. We're gonna have to get him on at some point to dissect the whole. You know, what? I'll come. On, I'll come on camera for him. You heard I'm that, Big Rat? I will. Oh shit! What I do? I've never been on this app. That's all good. I will I... be on this motherfucking camera when, <laughs> when you want to smoke, Big Rat. All right. That is my promise. 
how about I do this? How about I have him on and then I just like bring you on in, like just a, like as we're talking, you just like. I think in. what you should do, just for the future, yeah, you could do, you could set that up too. But for for the draft, bro, I don't know where the hell I'm gonna be, but where that wherever the hell I am, I will come on for the Jets pick live and we'll have a live reaction for both picks. I'll check in on four. I'll check in on ten. If you want to do a live stream, then. You know, you could probably as much NFL fans you have, you just get people on and you know for their picks or whatever. That'd be cool. You know what? We'll do that, or I can even do free agency. We'll. Fly. I got. I got. I got plans. I got free agency night. That's another one. Hey, man, you got to get to two hundred somehow, bro. You got to build these episodes up. Two hundred before kickoff next year. That's my goal. Fuck, bro. Do 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 restricted free agency. Oh, franchise tag window extended <laughs> or uh, deadline. Exactly. Um. Okay, the next one, because I'm going to be honest, because, like, the next few, it's, like, Pittsburgh, obviously, you're going to go Dak, yeah. San Fran Dak. Um, this might, I don't know if it's a shocking one. If I had to pick for New England, I would still, I'd go Dak on Mac. I love Mac Jones, but I Oh, you Mac. have to, bro. I would have left the stream. Yeah, like, dude, like, I know I can be a homer sometimes, but you know that there's certain points where I just can't be. Um, Dak or Burrow? Burrow. Same. Burrow, uh, absolutely, Burrow. Dak or Kyler? Kyler. Same. Uh, next one, too. I'm the same thing. Dak or Josh Allen. I'm going Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Ruined my fucking Saturday. That's the, the one thing that pissed me off more than anything was the fact that Diggs not get a single touchdown. Yeah, that sucks, man, because everyone, literally everyone scored but Diggs. I had everyone. money on that shit. I don't know if I told you this or someone else, though. I was like, you know Belichick's going to make sure Diggs doesn't kill them, though. Oh, yeah. But he let everyone else kill them, you know? Well, I mean, Diggs killed us last year on that Monday Nighter game. I don't remember that one too well. Yeah. Um, Dak or Stafford? Man, that's a t- that's probably the toughest one besides Lamar. Um, as far as right now, you know what? I think Stafford has to have a perfect team around him. He sucked in Detroit. Well, it didn't suck, but didn't really do anything in Detroit as far as success. So I'm going to have to go Dak. Same. I'm, I'm going Dak. I think Dak, I would want Dak over Stafford as my quarterback, yes. Dak, I think, has also accomplished more in the shorter amount of time in his career than Stafford. Like, Stafford was a great quarterback in Detroit, but that's the thing, though. He was in a bad situation in Detroit. Man, he's – well, you didn't see the stat where he's had uh, both Calvin and Cup break uh, – he was a quarterback yeah. that broke the uh, the receiver records, right? Oh, I saw that. Um, Which is nuts, man. This guy, like, like, this is the farthest he's been in the playoffs by far, right? Was he, has he even won a game in Detroit as, uh, in the playoffs? Nah. This was his first Never playoff, playoff of his game? career. Monday was his first one of the playoffs. Oh, wow, that's that's amazing. That's the funny thing, too, with the Sunday's matchup. Because for Brady, it could be his 36th playoff win. And for Stafford, it'll be his second. Yeah, that's that's nuts, man. That is nuts. But I, I'm not looking at it as Stafford. I'm looking at it as the Rams, man, and Sean McVay. Yeah, exactly. With a, with a plus quarterback. Um, the only four that are left, I'm only going to pick one because obviously I'm picking Mahomes, I'm picking Brady, I'm picking Rodgers, but mm-hmm. I'm going Mac over, I'm going Dak over Tannehill. Yeah, I would go Dak over Tannehill. The one that bothered me on the radio, though, from these guys, and Dollar Breaker uh, defended it, is both Peter Rosenberg and Michael K. Bull said they would take Derek Carr over Dak Prescott. I was like, you guys are absolutely out of your mind, man. There's not wait, 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 one GM in the who? NFL that should actually be a GM would take fucking car over Dak Prescott. Come on, bro. No, hard, hard no. Hard no. Oh, that was a fun exercise. I got to do that again with more quarterbacks. Yeah, um, that one, it just, it just bothered me today. I was like, I think that would be a good topic. 
Now on to the New York Jets and their offseason plans. Um, Ooh, totally forgot about this. I'm going to say more than anything with this year's draft, there's a – well, obviously I texted you Drake London earlier today, but you weren't too too big of a fan of that. I just heard that because uh, – I, pro, pro, I pro like football Drake. Focus. I do. I just think there's uh, a better fit receiver pro for this. Pro, pro Football Focus has him in there. For you guys at four, I got to say this right now, if Stingley is available, you've got to take him. You've got to take him. Listen, bro. Fuck Mel Kuyper. No one, no one listen to Mel Kuyper because he has this going Kyle Hamilton to safety at uh at four. If Joe, Over listen, I don't, I, I know Joe Douglas is is his seat's a little warmer. He's not on the hot seat, but his seat is definitely a little warmer. This is gonna be his third draft. If he were to go Kyle fucking Hamilton, a luxury pick over the guys that are going to be available, I'm losing all faith in Joe Douglas. Absolutely losing all faith in him. There's no reason why Kyle Hamilton should be the pick. If Jamal Adams was still on this team this year, the team still wins fucking four games. When you when you have as much holes as the New York Jets do, they are not going safety with the number four overall pick, all right? So we're going to get that shit out of there real quick. And there's and there's Jet fans that fucking want this guy at number four, and I think they're all nuts. And I really don't think they understand the long term picture that the team cannot afford to take a luxury right now. No, you Anyways. can't. This year's draft. I've been saying this for months now. This year's last year's draft, in the, even in 2020, you could draft for what you need for what you want. This year is all about need. Yeah, listen, when you're, when you're a great team and you don't have as many holes, absolutely. Kyle, Kyle Hamilton's a fantastic player. This is not a knock on Kyle Hamilton and his abilities. But listen, the position is not a fucking priority position. Um, that's not our need right now. You go and you sign a safety in free agency and you don't draft it number four overall. That's yeah. not what you do. That's not how you fix this team. And I don't think Joe Douglas makes the mistake anyways. But um, all right, so... Who I want, we'll get there. Yeah. Listen, Stingley, I do like a lot, bro. I I think I think corner is a premium position that uh, I would be okay with taking. This is how I think the draft's gonna go down. I think number one overall, if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, you have to go Evan Neal. You have to. You have to protect Trevor at all costs. You have to protect your investment. Any GM that's gonna take that job should understand that, and they should realize that. All right, we can't go defense here. We have to go all in on this quarterback and protect him. So Evan Neal plus one forty five odds. Evan Evan De- huh? Plus four. Evan Neal going number one overall is in plus money right now too. Go fucking take that. What's the what's the, what is the uh, what is it? I think it's plus one forty five. Yeah, that's a that that should be. Listen, Jacksonville. Who knows? They don't get their hires right, so it's just not a slam dunk. But logic says they have to pick Evan Neal. They have to. They have to protect their O line is terrible. You know, they they also drafted Travis Etienne. You want him to fucking have success too, but more so Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, have to go Evan Neal here. It's 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 a no brainer. Yeah. Number two overall, I think they stay with the Michigan boy. I think Aiden's going number two to Detroit. Um, you really you got know, cave on you know, something to three. It's wow. just, it's just a, it's a Dan Campbell pick for sure. You know, yeah. and, you know he he also believes in building from the inside out on both lines. So they definitely do need a pass rusher. Um, so I think Aiden will be number two. The Texans control the draft for number three. I really, really think there's going to be a quarterback riser. It's not right now, and it's crazy to say it right now, but I think there's going to be a riser, and I think the Texans are going to trade out here uh, at number three. I think um, one of these teams is going to try to get into the uh, to the spot like San Fran did, and they're going to fall in love with one of these prospects. I don't know who it's going to be because, like I said, I 
don't think this quarterback class is anything good, but you Sam always Howell. have that one riser. It'll so, be Sam Howell, if anything. Uh, it could be Pickett, it could be Howell. I see Malik Jackson's Mel Kuyper's first quarterback off the board. Who knows? We got to wait till the combine time. But regardless, I think the Texans are going to trade out of that spot to someone looking for a quarterback. Um, who that might be, I don't know, the Saints, the 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 Redskins, I mean, I'm sorry, the, the, the Commanders, right? That's what they're going to be called? That's the That's rumor I heard. right now. I heard we'll two commanders. weeks. Literally two, I think, it's, yeah, it's two weeks today, we will find out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the Commanders, though. Um, So the Commanders, new, you know, they want to rebrand and get their new shiny quarterback. Could be them. Um, So I think number three is going to be, I think Texans definitely trade out of that pick, and it's going to be a quarterback. Which leaves Kayvon Thibodeau to number four, which I would absolutely love. That is my guy. If not, if the draft goes, Evan Neal, Kayvon, um, and Hutch, uh, one, two, three. I think I think we're gonna. Uh, I would either try to trade back one, or I would take uh, a a new a new what what's his name again? The other tackle. Charles Cross? No, no, no. I, oh, Equan. Uh, Equan, Equan, yeah. Equan, the kid from the kid from NC State. Yeah, 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 yeah. His uh, his name slipped me a little bit. Listen, it's, man, it's it's really hard to pronounce. You gotta, you gotta listen. Fuck the defense right now, man. I mean, unless it's Kayvon, that's different. Absolute superstar, slam dunk, elite prospect. You know, Salah needs pass rushes for this scheme to work. As the Hornets win, that's one leg. Yeah. Um, listen, man. You go defense and free agency. That's where that's where you go in free agency is you go defense there and you continue to build this O-line. That's Ben Joe, Joe Douglas's philosophy. You have to protect the quarterback. Have to. The O-line was not bad this year, but it can it could go from from average to to good to very good to great potentially on what they what they do. So I still believe in Beckton. I don't believe in all the smoke that, you know, oh, he's gonna be gone. Uh, the team doesn't like him, or whatever. The coaching staff doesn't like him. He'll be he'll he'll be fine. He will be fine. Um, you don't you don't trust George Fant. He he played well, but you don't trust him long term. You know he can hold down that right tackle spot until um Equan can can step up and do that. So I think you go Equan four, if that plays out like that. At number ten, listen. I've seen a lot of comparisons from Traylon Burks to Debo Samuel. It might be a reach, and and let people call it a reach now. But if he performs like Debo Samuel and um, he's the perfect missing piece that this offense needed, no one's going to be talking about that in a year. You know, everyone wants to talk about oh who got reached for, who didn't. You know, the night after the draft, like we're going to know what the success of these guys are going to be, but. Listen, if Traylon Burks is the pick at 10, if you can't trade back, I'm all for that. That's my guy. That's my receiver for number 10 is uh, is Traylon Burks. What if you have a feeling that someone's knocking on the door to trade to trade up and then you can trade back knowing, hey, Traylon Burks might still be yeah, he'll, he'll, he, But you never know either because what once these like, you know, once 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 these people get a hold of what this guy really is, I think he's going to go higher than a lot of people expect. I do like Garrett Wilson a lot. I just don't like his size. Um, Drake London's more of a bigger guy as well, like a Mike Evans type. I do like that as well. But for this offense, for the LaFleur system, Traylon Burks is the best fit by far. I hear you. I hear you. And then, you know, we also have an early second-round pick. Got to get um, um, Trey McKinney to tight end. Love him. 
love him. Shame. And we're also and we're also coaching the senior bowl this year, which is huge. You know, we're gonna get to see how these guys respond to coaching and um, you know, what they're really like up close. So and we have um we have him on the uh on our roster. So I think that's uh that's gotta be if the I think Jacksonville might steal them for, from him at the top of the second round, but if he's there with the third uh with the third pick, gotta pull the trigger. Have to. And we also have to find a linebacker too with I think with that second uh a linebacker or a corner with the second second round pick. I was about to say too, there's the one guy for uh, Nicobe Dean from I Georgia. love Nicobe Dean, but he's just not he's just gonna have to go in he's gonna go in the first, man. Nah, he's ranked right now and around the four of probably go like mid second round. I think he'll be if one he's of those. Hey man, hey, hell yeah, bro. I love him. If if we can get him in the second, the second second round pick, I would love that. How I but view listen, where I'm also not ruling out that we trade a second round pick for Calvin Ridley. I think that's a uh, a possibility as well. I mean, you, you, it would be a bad option too because, like, we obviously you, know, you have the punt returner Braxton, but we'll see if he stays. Uh, Corey Davis, we'll see where, how how he comes. Corey in Corey's going to play this year, and then he'll be cut. Um, so I'm not really worried about Corey. But um, and then you have Moore still. So yeah, if if uh, yeah, Moore's an absolute stud. If you get Calvin Ridley and everything is good with the mental side, I think that's going to, you know, I think they'll take a second for him. If not, they might ask for a first. I'm good on that. I'd rather draft the receiver if we got to take a first. But exactly. this move is 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 the same move that Buffalo did for 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 Josh Allen with Stephon Diggs. It's the same thing, bro. It's the same thing for Kyler and, and Hopkins. You have to get your quarterback help because your future is tied to Zach Wilson's performance and his 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 development. So... Joe Douglas should think and should know all day long, I need to do whatever the hell I can to make this kid successful. 100%. That's coming from a Patriots fan. Um, I, With you guys with this year, I think my ceiling for you right now is I'll see it more when the schedule comes out, but I'd have to say uh, 6-11. and 11. That's I think that's a pretty fair like. Ceiling. I think they're going to surprise people, bro. I think they're going to be in that wild card picture come uh, playing meaningful football next December. Uh, I think I think so. Look, look, if I'm Joe Douglas, I told you what I'm doing in the draft. I told you plan A. Free agency wise, I am throwing the bag at Brandon Sheriff. You have the money, make him the highest paid guard. You're going to have Vera Tucker. You're going to have Sheriff. You're going to have Becton. You're going to have the tackle that I told you we're going to draft. That is a top 10 O-line, no doubt about it. You know, you still have Michael Carter, who looked great. You get another 1B power back behind him. You know, if you're going to have Elijah Moore, Traylon Burks, uh, the tight end that I said, listen, bro, you're set up for success, man. It's all on Zach Wilson at that point. He's expected to perform. You have the weapons. You have no excuse, bro. You got to make the jump. Yeah. So, And if he makes that jump, then uh, I don't see how the Jets could be could be terrible with uh without you know we'll see how the defense looks but that's where I'm, I'm, I'm worried more about scoring points than keeping other teams from scoring points this year coming forward be but like one of those teams where it's like look every game is like a big 12 shootout almost. if you can if you if listen man we still have pieces bro if we can carl lawson's coming back Quinn williams you know he got hurt but he was having a very solid year bro Vinny Curry. you know cj mosley got all pro votes um, you know, I would love to bring in Jesse Bates from the Bengals to play safety. I'm done with Marcus May. Can't you know he can go to the Patriots for all I care. Um, <laughs> you know, Bryce Hall's a really nice cornerback. You know, I I look at him more as a cornerback too, but he's definitely a starter. You know, we got a nice nickel starter, uh nickel corner in the sixth round, and Michael Carter, the other Michael Carter. He had a solid year. So we have some pieces, bro. It's just about it's just about completing them. 
Exactly. I definitely see the blueprint for this team, bro. I'm I'm very bullish on this team, which yeah. is crazy to think because you know everyone just looks at the Jets logo and be like, ah, they're trash, whatever. But as a fan, you should feel very optimistic for uh for this offseason. And the cool thing is, you know, you have two first rounders, two second rounders, so you're you're gonna be a year ahead of, of your rebuild. You're gonna have double your picks. The only thing we're saying is though, it's just Douglas has to hit on all those four picks. That's the biggest thing. If Douglas doesn't hit on those four picks, then it's a different conversation. But I, if in a world, if he does, when I say six and eleven, I don't mean a bad six eleven. I mean that six and eleven. You know where like it's you're competitive. It's just not enough, bro. It's not enough. You can't you can't increase this win total by two every year. Two, 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 six and eleven, eight and the year after, eight and uh, eight and nine. You know. Yeah. No, you got to no. you got to take the you know it's the NFL man. You seen the Bengals? I, I told you I, I compared them to the Bengals. Um, you know you're really bad that year, the first year, and then you take that massive jump, and that's what's expected of the Jets. That's what the Jet fans are expecting this year is this massive jump. Fair statement, fair statement. Um, even to like say if you guys even were to say get to like seven eight wins, like I could see it being like you know how that's uh, fine. I'm cool with eight wins. I'm cool. You know you're you're playing meaningful football. I want to go to MetLife Stadium in December and have you know, a reason to go there other than seeing fucking Tom Brady and another, and like other teams players, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm totally on board. Like, obviously I'm rooting for more than eight and eight, and nine, but I, I, you know, eight and nine is acceptable. That's acceptable. Yeah. Um, like it's one of those things where I feel like you guys are, you know, in that situation like the Cleveland or Denver were in, I can see you guys in like that kind of situation, you know, where it's like, you're kind of in it all year, but then there's a couple games on the stretch, you know, where you do lose, where, you kind of, that's what that like those must like. Let's put it this way: like you know how every year Miami's in that same situation where there's a game they gotta win and they fucking choke it away. Yeah, I can see you guys in a very similar spot. There's there's two different kinds of eight and nines. There's there's the eight and nine where your team has reached their ceiling and you know they're they're in. This is all they're gonna be is an eight win nine win team and they're not gonna get much better than that. And there's the eight win team that's young, they're up and coming, and you can tell that they're ready to take the next step the next year. So that's the team we would be. We're not going to be, you know, a whole bunch of veterans going eight and nine like the like the Broncos are. Or the Falcons. So, you know, I I'm, I would be on board weighing nine. That's a hell of a lot better than we've had. But, um, you know, you just want to be in that wild card picture come December. You want to you you have a chance. Exactly. So that's my goal for the Jets. I'm very bullish on the Jets this year. I was very impressed with uh with Zach down the stretch. I know the numbers don't look great, but the eye test he did pass. And he I don't think he had a turnover in his last three or four games, something like that. So he cut down the turnovers. You know, he was completely depleted at receiver um with Corey Davis and Elijah Moore going to IR. And then yeah. um, you know, the O line got depleted a little bit, but he found the next guy, which was Barrios, and now Barrios is gonna get paid because of that. Which I think you have to find a way to get Barrios back. Have to. Guy's important, very important piece of the team. When you have the cap money for it, you have to find a way out. Because if you know what works, works, you've got to keep it. Together. I listened to the pot. He was on a part of my take today, and I listened yes, to him. And um it sounded like to me that he wants to come back. I just don't think the money's there right now. I think he's he's valuing himself a lot higher now that he got all pro kick returner. Um so I I don't know if the the Jets have to get to his number though, bro. He's a very important piece for uh, for Zach's development cuz Crowder's gone. I'm you know, Crowder can go to New England like I said. I think he goes there. There's your slot that you were looking for, Crowder. Who's a very productive player? He's good. I just think he was checked out all year long because he had to take the pay cut. But um, yeah, man, you got to find a way to get Barrios back. 
Yeah, I think I love the I love the uh, the chemistry him and Zach built towards the end of the year. Plus, you you know he made your special team unit special team units uh pretty good. Yeah, yeah. He well, he won a chip. Well, uh, Barrios won a chip with us. He was on the team for Super Bowl Fifty Three. As I yeah, I heard him talking about that. Yeah, as I look on my bets right now, as uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers have disappointed me as they're down by. Oh, what are we doing, Raptors? Come on. Yeah, uh, I'm watching it right now. Uh, oh, Dallas, my Dallas, gosh. Dallas is getting a little hot. Um, this is very similar to the Dallas game in October that actually I went to. Uh, one of only two games I got to go to this year. But um, for my one right now, the Chicago Bulls have – Two for 12, man. What are we doing, dog? Yeah, he's got he's, – I think he's stuck at 10 points right now, so hopefully he can turn it up in the fourth. Um, for the Patriots, for draft needs, look – there's two players that you, you obviously know. I like Chris Olave's a guy I would like to see. Uh, Jamison Williams, uh, John Mechie, Slay Bolden. But here's my other thing, too. And we learned this from the Raiders. Just because you draft somebody from an Alabama, an Ohio State, or a Clemson, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work out. Now, obviously, I'm saying that. Look, New England's a little different. We drafted, obviously, our first two picks slash Alabama, Barmore and Jones, and both graded great. Barmore, even though in the loss, was still a top for defensive tackles for overall PFF grades. And Mac Jones still had a pretty decent game against the Bills, even though we couldn't get anything going. Like, he didn't do anything horrible. Like, the one interception was an act of God. Um, and I don't say that in a bad way. I say that in a way of, like, that was just, like, there's nothing you can do about it. You know those plays where you're like, I, I can't even be mad. I'm, I'm impressed. But yeah. um, when it comes to this team, there's going to be some tough decisions to be made this offseason, like, Will Matt Slater retire? Uh, I think Devin McCourty will be back probably on a cheaper veterans deal. Uh, I think for as much as I like the guy, I think Hightower, I think there's a very good chance he's out the door. Um, hey, man, goal, nothing like play up, playoff Hightower. Dude, he had one of the greatest plays in Patriots playoff history in Super Bowl 51, and then this – he just got cooked all game long. He was Phil, getting cooked. Phil was so hyped for that guy to come back, man. So he thought that he was gonna he was gonna be the same high tower. I was like, "There's no way." For me, it was more about leadership than what he did on the field. Hey, man, let him be the next Gerard Mayo. Exactly, like Gerard Mayo t- retired at a pretty young age. Now he might be a head coach, but yeah. um, that's the thing with linebacking. We got to get better. That's why I would love to see Nicobe Dean as a second round pick. I even got to look at some other guys. Uh, I got to do some more. I got to do some more prospect homework for the later round, like the later, like you know, those like late day two, day three guys. Yeah. I got to do my homework on those, but uh, even still, like, I'd love to get Slade Bolden in here. Um, when it comes down to it, my biggest question right now is running back for who's going to be the third down back. Either I, For as good as Brandon Bolden did, I prefer James White much more. I think, if anything, I could see a world where Bolden is back and James White's gone only because of the injury. But I think James White is the more reasonable choice to give. I'm going to get – I got Keegan Stiefel from Pat's Paul, but coming on Monday, we're going to talk about this more in-depthly and probably wrap up Divisional Weekend as well, folks. Stay tuned for that. But um, when it comes to a hole for this team, like I said, you got to fix the linebacking core. you got to shape up the, state, like the secondary because we don't know what's going to go on, even though, look, Jonathan Jones will be back. Adrian Phillips signed a sweetheart hometown discount contract. But – my other question for – not my other question. My other pick I'd love for round one if it's not a uh, wide receiver is Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati. He's a, he's yeah, just I love a ball, Sauce, bro. He's, a, he's just a baller back there in the secondary. He could add a lot to there. But if you're one, going if you're going Sauce, I think I think, I think think he lets J.C. walk. Yeah, if I think that's – where if – here's the thing. This also could scream like 
And Alex asked me this on Monday. Um, so 2020, we had the 23rd overall pick. We traded back with the Chargers, and then we ended up with two second-round picks, which Alex I was always convinced that we used that pick on Kyle Duggar just because Xavier McKinney was taken when I think all along Belichick just had those – he has those random guys from, like, random-ass schools to just circle. Yeah, circle. yeah definitely. And, and, dude, I love Kyle Duggar. The guy balls. He can fucking – when he hits, he hits. So that's the thing with next year, too, for our secondary right now, potentially. It could be Duggar – Jonathan Jones, J.C. Jackson, um, Jalen Mills, who was missing from the wildcard game, obviously he's out with COVID. Uh, if I ever see Joe, if I ever see Joe, Joe Juan Williams uh, in a Patriots uniform again, I might strangle myself. Like, what happened to your boy Henry Anderson? He's been on IR all year. Oh, was he? Yeah, he's had. He played like a couple of games here and there. He made some good plays. Um, that guy's been stealing money for yeah, years. Yeah. The other reason with. Um, with the Patriots as well, their defense, why weren't that good? I think teams finally figured out, look, if you neutralize Matt Judon, it's just not the same defense. You let Judon loose, you're going to lose. Yeah, I, I honestly think you guys should bring in another edge at, at, uh, at round one then. You know what? If we were to get another one, that would be fine. Because like our defense, our nose tackle situation is perfect right now. Because we have Christian Barmore, we have Lawrence Guy. Uh, who's the other guy I'm trying to think of? Carl Davis is fine. Uh, and then even like... And Judon's there. Uh, Dietrich Wise is still good. But um, my biggest question more than anything is the linebacking core right now. We also have Josh Uche, but then even still, like how uh, Chase Winovich was hurt. We didn't know what happened there. And, oh, that's the only two of the wide receiver position. Uh, what's going to happen with uh, Jacoby Myers? He is an unrestricted free he's – a, he's a free agent at the end of the year. I think, if anything, Jace – I think – Myers more than likely will sign the long, like they'll lock up Myers because I think he'll be the cheaper deal. But we'll see what happens. I just can see. Look, I think there's a world where Nelson Aguilar gets traded, and I think there's a world where um, what's his face, Nikhil Harry. Not, not. There's a world. Nikhil Harry is 100 percent gone from this team. (laughs) Yeah, it's just it was one of those awkward situations all year long. He's he's great in run blocking, though. Don't get me wrong; he's a great run blocking wide receiver, but. When there's a guy that was taking three picks later in that draft who's an absolute baller, as Fred just knocks down a three, um, when that happens, it's just another world on its. It's another world on its own. As the man, the Mavericks are on a fucking heater right now. Yeah, I'm seeing that. I don't know. Raptors when they get it done, it's in the fourth quarter. So I've, I have a little faith. We've we got to get Fred to get hot real quick. We have a saying in Toronto called "We the fourth. Yeah, I, I know we have we the North, but a lot of Raptors fans kind of jokingly say we the we the fourth because of how many games we close out in the fourth quarter. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens tonight. My NBA ticket shot. Thank you very much, Cleveland Cavaliers. But um, I still have NCAA basketball going, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, I'll stress about that when we get off the air. But for the Patriots, more than anything, look, I think next year we'll be in those like. So I I, I have the same views on the AFC for twenty two as I did for twenty one. Because you're going to have Kansas City, you're going to have Buffalo, you're going to have Tennessee. But now the fact that you have um, – and then you have your other teams where you have, you know, you have your Chargers, you have your Patriots, you have your Ravens, you have – Ravens will be back, yes. Ravens will be back. Uh, you have the Titans and the Bengals. The Bengals like will be in there big time. You have, you have the Bills and the Chiefs that are going to be in there. Um, my biggest question is um, – those like weird middle of the pack teams. Like, how's Cleveland going to be? How's Vegas going to be? How are the Colts going to be? Um, it, what exactly? As long as, as long as Wentz is the quarterback of that of that Colts team, I will not buy into them. Yeah. I just refuse. I I'm, I will not. 
Miami too. I know as he, good as Jonathan Taylor is, man. You know. Yeah, that's the thing. And then even too, they could lose coaches because of a. Uh, as I just fix my earplugs quickly. Um, for as much as, like you said, they have Jonathan Taylor, but then even too, they could lose Matt Eberflus, which kind of kills their defense. Um, for me with them, you're like you're on. Not even for me with them, but you're right though. The Colts are a big wild card team. Like in the topic, we don't know what to expect from them. Uh, we don't know if anyone's going to take a jump, but then there's also those teams I can see that aren't exactly ready yet. Like, for example, you, like, I think you guys are in the playoff hunt, but I don't think next year playoffs, I think 23 is the more ideal for the Jets to make the playoffs. Um, but then you obviously have Jacksonville and Houston that aren't going to be in there. Pittsburgh probably will not be in there. But the biggest one of wild card of them all where we don't know what to expect right now is the Denver Broncos. If the Broncos don't bring in a quarterback, they're not making the playoffs next year. They're no, absolutely not, no. And I no. think Rodgers stays. I don't think they get Rodgers, honestly. I know everyone has him penciled in to be in there, but I think he ends up staying. I think, you know what, I think they work. I think it's like, you know how for years everyone said Belichick and Brady just, like, they hated each other, but they had a working relationship? Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be the same thing in Green Bay where Le- LaFleur is there. They franchise, they franchise Adams, who I think if he walks free agency, he gets a bag. Um, no, there's no chance he hits the open market. None. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. That's that's that would be a worse. He's gonna loss hold out once he gets franchised for sure. But he's he's there's no chance he hits the open market. Yeah, no. I think he could be a franchise, but I think it's one of those ones that goes into into July. Excuse me, where you see him eventually maybe get that deal like right before training camp, or he agrees to go and then he plays in the franchise, and the next year he just locks up that big money deal. Um, yeah, man. Listen, listen. If, yeah. if you hit the open market, it's for a reason. Like as you see, like look at Kenny Galladay. Everyone was like, "Oh my God, the Lions let him walk." The only talent they have, you know, ever the seen. They knew, bro. Them. They they knew. We're not paying this fucking guy. Yo, and, and 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 look what happened. The Giants got suckered in. They paid him, and he's not worth that contract. Not worth half of that contract. So they have to deal with that now. So good for touchdowns. good on the Lions, man. This many fucking touchdowns, zero. Um, and also, if I'm a Lions fan right now, you better you better bet they're probably all loving Amon Ross St. Brown there. He is just gonna be a fucking what stud. a stud, bro. What was he a fifth yeah. round pick? Yep, like fifth 109th round pick, bro. That's the thing too. With the that's the thing too. NFL GMs are all getting wise to when they don't want to pay receivers because they realize I can just go draft another one of you if you do not work out. It's that simple. Yeah, but I feel like more more receivers are bust than not. Honestly, on the like, you really got to get lucky to find an arm around the same round. There is one in every draft. Look at McLaurin; he was a third. You know, you'll find one. You go back to the drafts and you'll find a later pick that always works out. But you'll also see five, six guys that never work out as well. So you got to get lucky. Exactly, that's the thing with the draft. It's all about luck. It's like you have basically it's a bunch of unscratched lottery tickets, and then you just scratch it off and you hope for bar, bar, bar. Yeah. Um, but anyway, folks. Uh, Look, I think that's I think that's gonna wrap it up. Actually, I don't really know if there's much more to talk about. We kind of laid out the plans for our teams, we played some games, we predicted some games. Hopefully, y'all win some money. Uh, I'm actually gonna run through these quickly just because I I'm going to. Uh, Tennessee, Cincinnati first, and so I'm not DMing you randomly throughout the weekend. If I had to guess right now for Tennessee and Cincinnati for first touchdown, I'm gonna throw a I, I want to say Derrick Henry, but I want to throw a random one in there and say uh, Hilliard just because or AJ Brown. But for Cincinnati. You know what? I'm gonna go Tyler Boyd. I think I'm gonna go Tyler Boyd for Cincinnati. Tyler Boyd. Wait, yeah. what was, I'm sorry, bro. I was distracted. What was the question? For first touchdown, I just want to run through those. Oh, you want to go first touchdown? Yeah. Okay. Um, for, for Tennessee, I I want to say I think Tennessee. I think they uh, drive down the field and get Henry a score real quick. So I think he's the first. 
Um, I also can see Tannehill getting a rushing touchdown this week. That's fair. 100% on a naked bootleg. So I see that. Um, next game is the Packers game. Um, first touchdown. Give me Adam Allen Lazard. Alan Lazard, G- I'm going with Debo Samuel just because it's safe money. Uh, Tennessee, I said Hilliard for some reason. I don't know why. I felt like, you know what? You know how like there's a lot of those times in fantasy where like you're in the red zone and then you just put in the wrong running back goes in? Like I've seen it so many times in Minnesota where Alexander Madison will go in and get the touchdown and knock Dalvin Cook. And then that's when people like fucking screaming at their TVs. Uh-huh. I can see that happening, but I get, look, if I'm going safe money and logic logistical, I'm gonna go uh Derek, I'm gonna go Derek Henry too. Green Bay, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go MVS or MVS. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's healthy. Yeah, he's healthy. Um, I thought he was hurt for some reason. Um all this scantling, and I'm gonna go Debo, Tampa Bay LA, Mike Evans, or Cam Akers. Cam Akers is a good one. Yeah. Um You were so close with Cameron Bray last weekend though. Oh my god, I know. I totally forgot about that too. Um, yeah, I like I like Cam Akers. I, I mean, it could be Odell again too. Definitely could be Odell two two weeks in a row. It could be. And then Kansas City Buffalo. I'm gonna say Tyreek Hill, and I'm gonna go Gabe Davis. Uh, give me Devin Singletary. Ooh. So I gotta play this ticket now for for five bucks. So I said Lazard, Singletary, um, Henry, and who's my fourth? I'm trying to think. OBJ. OBJ or Acres. Uh yeah. I'll, I'll probably go I'll probably go OBJ. All right, I'm playing that for 5 bucks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it will pay out like fucking 20 20,000, but we'll see. I mean, it's all good. I played I played a random one in the NHL last night. I did eight players to score and went th- I hit three of them. If all eight had, if all eight had scored goals, I would have won. It was literally I put 75 cents on it just for shits and gigs. If it hit, I would have won 2 grand. Man, just give just give me one of those fucking um, you know, you see these guys having cash out options for for ridiculous amounts of money, man. Just give me give me one opportunity in life to have one of those, man. Come on, that first basket I will cash one, out. The, I don't care. Or what about that first basket one where the guy put like fifty cents and they it was like a group of friends and they won hundred k, yeah, yeah, hundred k. Well, fifty like, cents, absolutely was, nuts. Yeah. Also, too, if I'm looking at uh, a good bet for Sunday. Dawson Knox over yards, whatever it is, will probably be around fifty or sixty yards again. Yeah, they're gonna have to get it to that to Dawson, bro. He had a really good to. game last time they played. He had a really good game against the Chiefs. Yeah, against the Chiefs. He had. A, I gotta look it up because I remember um, around that time was when people were really starting to keen in on him for fantasy football, and I I scooped him up because Kyle Pitts and I weren't exactly working out that well. Um, if you guys want to give me a second, I'm gonna look it up. Uh, I think for an under, I think we gotta take Mike Evans. You know what? That's fair. I like that. I like. I that. like Mike Evans under this week. I would take this is the week. I think take Cooper Cup over. I don't think people are going to be too keen on it because of what happened last week. This is when he, it's one of those bets that gets you. But yeah, last time Dawson Knox three receptions, one hundred and seventeen yards, and a touchdown. His average is thirty nine. Wow. Yeah, I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking. I'm taking Acres over for sure too, bro. Yeah. So for player props for over unders. Uh, I'm going to go over for A.J. Brown yards. I'm going to go Debo Samuel probably over rushing. Yeah, over rushing, yeah. I'm going to go Cam Akers over rushing, and I'm going to go Dawson Knox over yards. Those are my four over I also week. like um, – shit, bro. It just came to my mind. I, I lost my train of thought. 
trying to look at Van Vliet. But um, yeah, man, no, I mean, it could be a profitable profitable weekend, bro, if you play your cards right. Like I said, I think we broke down the games pretty evenly. Um, I think we're majority majority in agreement of what's gonna happen. So, like I said, my, my I put big money on this ticket, bro. Four game parlay, Titans money line, Packers money line, Bills plus seven and a half, and um and Rams money line. So it's like a plus six hundred ticket. Yeah. So wait, when you said Bills plus seven and a half, you mean so they're it's a they're so they can lose by a touchdown and I'd still win. The whole game or just for the first half? The whole game. Okay, okay, yeah. You know what? I may have to ride that ticket with you, but we'll we'll wait and see. I know I'll be in, I'll be messaging you all week trying to figure out exactly what to do. But yeah, we'll go you know from there. you know how it works. Exactly. You know, Danny and I we always talk. That's why, folks. At the end of the day, you're always trying to help your friends win money. It's as simple as that. Yep. Don't let the book. Don't let the and we got a we got a we got a dog face Griff TikTok coming soon. I didn't forget about that shit. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll be coming. That'll be coming. That'll be coming, oh, folks. I got stuff planned. If you follow me on TikTok, I got stuff coming. One thing that's always going to happen weekly though is me dancing for the Freaky Friday by Little Dicky and Chris. <laughs> yeah, keep the Friday. dances coming, bro. That'll happen. I got to get more into that. Trust me, I'm trying to drive up my views. But anyway, guys, thank you very much for listening to YWC Football Talk. This has been episode number 147. I can't believe I didn't leave this till the end, but folks, go to sidelineshop.ca, buy all your jersey needs. When you're on there, tell them I sent you. Whenever I, whenever that happens, look. They get some profit. I get some profit. So it all works out for the best of us. But anyway, folks, enjoy Divisional Weekend. And I'll see you back here on Monday with Keegan Stiefel for a full Patriots podcast. So if you're a Patriots fan, you'll like it. But if you're not a Patriots fan, you can listen to it and think what you got to say. But anyway, folks, we'll see you later. Enjoy Divisional Weekend. Danny, thanks for coming on once again. Peace, bro. Always a a, uh, pleasure. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, undercurrent podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.